0: Oh, let's play a game before we start. Um, yeah, I want to see how many times we say "capture," "moment," "mundane," and there's another like buzzword that I hate.
1: I might say "capture" like three times. That's it.
0: <laughs> I usually just try to say like "photograph" instead of "capture."
1: Photograph, yeah.
0: I guess like I learned it from my professor, and then it just stuck. I was like, yeah not the word
1: (laughs) welcome to the seventh episode of the c41 podcast we made it to episode seven quickly before i introduce my incredible guest today if you do that's you yeah me yeah incredible if you have any recommendations for who you want to hear on the podcast feel free to dm me or c41 podcast on instagram i'm interested in hearing Who you guys want to hear about. It can be a profile. It can be a website. Just send me somebody and I'll consider them. Preferably based in New York because that's (laughs) where we record them. Anyway, this episode is pretty exciting because I'm here with my friend, Grade Solomon. We're going to talk about his work, his process. I would say that we have similar photographic styles. We work in a little bit of a similar way. The same sort of niche. Is it a niche? It is a niche. And I like talking to like-minded people. Anyway, what's going on, man? I
0: don't know. Just hanging out in New York City with this fucking crazy man right here. Huh, <laughs> You said um C41, right? Yeah. I Do you know what a C47 is? No. It's, um... So the government was uh trying to come up with... They couldn't just say clothespin. Yeah. So they had to come up with this weird-ass name. Super off-topic. <laughs> um... They had to call it C forty seven so they could like expedite or ship it or something I don't know but yeah odd backstory that's what what like, were they shipping clothespins or like they needed they needed to order cl- I'm probably like butchering the story but they probably they needed to like order or send clothespins but they can't just put clothespins on like the list so they gave it a code name C forty seven that's incredible and that's what uh. A lot of like film geeks say clothespins. Do you know what C forty one is? <laughs> is it like a Minecraft song? Oh my God, C forty one is the
1: chemical process Shit. that's <laughs> used. Sound
0: like a noob. <laughs> <laughs>
1: used but to develop film.
0: You play. There's um. A yeah, sl-
1: I have because when you search C forty one podcast on Spotify, the Minecraft song comes yes. up. Yes. Do well. you think
0: that's like a they're related at all? The, the Minecraft song and, like, the film processing?
1: I don't know. I feel like the Minecraft song is probably related to, like, coding
0: or something. True. Because isn't it C41-8? I have no idea. I think it says cat in it somewhere. I mean, that's the artist. I could see c I came here to talk about Minecraft. I don't <laughs> want to hear your photography.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you're here. All the way from Richmond, Virginia. Yes, sir. Do you want to introduce maybe a little bit, you know, what your work is and what you do?
0: Oh, that's, like, such a hard thing to, like, talk about. Because I never, like, look into my own work. I'm always, like, shooting and I don't really, like, what's the word? Um, like, self-reflect on my artwork. Because it's, like, a daily thing, so I'm not, like, thinking deeply on it. But I like to just shoot capture <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know I like to make our reality seem something like it's not in a way so like what started off my style sort of sort of say is um I had these really weird dreams where I was like in this neighborhood but there was like this one house that had this super creepily lit light and I wanted to recreate that photo and then I found out about... Todd Heido and then I was like the like connection was there I was like and I hadn't been shooting long exposure before because I always saw it as like the New York like nightscape of um sneakers off the like skyscraper shit (laughs) I always saw it as like that so I was like I'm not gonna play with that but um I don't know I took that idea and I sort of used it to like make what I saw in my head and that's sort of what started it all. I don't yeah, know. If you mentioned
1: Todd Heido immediately, but I wouldn't even—I don't know—I feel like your work is in a very different realm. One is very real, mm-hmm. and your work to me seems—you know—the colors and the way you frame things and the subjects that you choose always have a little bit of a surreal. Yeah, element but it's
0: always them. like the subject matter is the like the same, right. even though I try to like stay away from imitating or like biting off someone. Um, it's just like, you can never get away from like someone comparing it to the person that did it first. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like,
1: I do get it, but I think you're comparing yourself too easily. True.
0: Do you, do you struggle with that? Like, do you feel? I used to, um, like my earlier stuff from like two years ago, I was kind of like in a bubble and I don't know, I tried like branching out and. Now I'm like asking myself why I shoot the things I do now. And that's making me look at my surroundings a little bit different. Mm-hmm. How long have you been taking pictures for? Ooh, um, I picked up a camera when I was like a toddler, but it was a family Polaroid. I didn't know what it was. I would just like run around with it and just like goof off. I didn't have any like film in it, but it was just like, maybe that was like a subconscious thing in my mind that led to like now. But um, I first got my camera when I was in middle school and my homies were all skating and a good friend picked up a T3i. He was filming shit and he took a photo and I was like... Because I'd only seen like iPhone photos on Instagram. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, what? This is like some uh, like professional-ass shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I wanted to get one and play around with and it just... Sprouted on from there.
1: The main body of work that you're working on is called "Finding Color in the Dark" right now. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about how that came to be?
0: Yeah. So, like I said before, it was. Um
1: is that the project you
0: mentioned before? No, no, no. Okay. No, I talked about my dream I had, and that kind of just as, at first it was like there's something wrong in this neighborhood, and I was just that like, was
1: the title of the project originally.
0: Right? Yeah, and okay. then. I was I started realizing like this is getting oversaturated. Fuck all this like suburban shit. It's kind of and suburban night photography, a little bit. I yeah. like I, it's always gonna have like a place in my heart because like I don't know that's what started all. Yeah. But now I feel like the market's getting a little oversaturated. Market? I don't know. Market. That's... Yeah. No. The yeah I know but what you mean. There's just a lot more people doing it, and it's getting a little like oh I've seen this before. Yeah. Yeah, now it's just like it is getting a little predictable. Mm-hmm. Houses
1: with one light on. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. You know, a single standing house with a light on. You know, preferably covered by curtains, and like a smooth, silky, cloudy sky.
0: Yeah. Don't even gotta say the name. Nope. I think everybody <laughs>
1: knows. Yep.
0: But um. So
1: that's how you kind of started.
0: Yeah. I started off taking, like, suburban shots, and um, I was pretty, like, naive about photography and, like, the whole conceptual aspect of it. My work started with, like, crazy-ass colors. I was just pulling out, like, reds, greens, mm-hmm. and now I'm starting to get more, like, subtle, but it's still, like, that wasn't there. Or is, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't necessarily tell,
1: oh, this photo, he just made this photo too green. Yeah. Right? mm mm-hmm.
0: It's not like an obvious edit. It's very yeah. like, there's just, it's not something you would see on your day to day, but there's just like this one aspect or this certain, maybe like object or even a mood maybe that just sets the scene. I I don't know if otherworldly is the right word because then it gets into like psychedelic, but I don't know. How would you describe my word? The scenery is, is always real, Right you know, their
1: houses, their roads, their farms, whatever it might be. But I always see it as like, there's, like you said, there's like a color that you wouldn't see Mm -hmm. in real life, but it also doesn't look unnatural.
0: Yeah. It's like, it could be real, Yeah, but if you saw it, it would just be like, wait, what? Yeah. Like a double take. Yeah. I like, I like very calm moments. Um, take a shot
1: (laughs) drink some water really quick
0: (laughs) so when you're out
1: photographing what are you looking for
0: um i'll usually drive i'm always driving when i'm night shooting and is most of your work right now at night in general um so my most of my body of work that's on my instagram and website is mostly night but currently i'm shooting a little bit more towards blue hour Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's always like the night because that's... Or like when it's a little bit darker so you need to take a long exposure. Mm-hmm. That's when I can like pull the most colors or make it seem natural in a way.
1: Yeah. I've noticed that as well when you photograph at night and you can have a long exposure which literally lets the camera
0: see more than your eyes. Mm-hmm. Weird. Like- or like the perfect scene is pitch black and maybe there's... A light from some like other source like yeah but i hate i try to stay away from like street lights because it just has that nasty like orange or green some I, I i'm been trying to find like green lampposts i found one of those really? with the car oh, that was one a green show that was green light yeah the, i don't know when i see like the orange light it's just like eww. i know i'm on that same boat so
1: you photograph in total pitch black
0: yeah, some of my, like, my personal favorite works is Pitch Black. And then I'll just, like, blast it for, like, a minute. Only a minute? Well, I'll, I mean, like, there's, like, light pollutions, so I'll pick that up. But um, when it's Pitch Black, I can, like, manipulate the scene. Like, I'll take out my, what do you call it, external flash, and mm-hmm. I'll, like, pop the scene and add, like, a... Uh, gel of red and then interesting yeah because like when it's pitch black then i get like the most play with uh can you like show a photo on the screen
1: yeah Um, well if you're watching this on youtube his photos will be up on screen if you're not watching this on youtube check out his page castle systems on instagram or we'll be posting some of his work on c41 podcast instagram
0: my one of my most recent photos it was the uh it's part of my series, Examples of Connection, where it's literally just, like, telephone poles or light poles. Um, but it was pitch black, and it was just this telephone pole, and I had this um, external light, and I could just, like, play with the whole thing. And I got, like, this really, like, to me personally, it's one of my favorites. Uh, it looks like, like Jesus Christ on the cross or something. It's, yeah, On the telephone pole? Yeah, because the pole is just there, and then there's, like, all this overgrowth on the pole, and it's just, like, like I wouldn't be able to light the scene like that if there was, like, if it wasn't pitch black. I recently bought a new external Flash as well. Mm. Which
1: is very interesting to try out.
0: Flash is a little um, scary to use at night. Cause yeah. It's, like, very, like, abrupt, and, like, mm-hmm. people will be, like, "What's going on outside? And yeah. then you just, you know, blew your cover um, that's another thing I want to get into is like the whole dynamic of shooting at night. Between, we definitely like, will. Yeah. that, that I, I love talking about that because that's like another reason I love to shoot at night is like me in the space of this person's house and what it means, like, I'm terrible. At, I'm butchering this, but like the relationship between, um, me and the person in their house and then like why... Or what's their relationship to me, I guess. Like, if they were to come outside and they see this kid shooting a photo of their house, like, I don't know. It's like a rush. It's like a thing for me, I guess.
1: I totally feel
0: that. You get yeah. that? Have you had any interesting encounters? Oh, dude. <laughs> I have, like, this one week I had, like, what do you call it? um not encounter what's the word confrontation mm-hmm. I had I was having these like weird confrontations every night and I was just like why is this happening <laughs> so often but then I was like well if I'm shooting every night then it's just like bound to happen more often than not what are they like when they do happen sometimes it'll be really friendly because like they're be like oh what are you shooting and we'll have like a conversation about photography or they they turn out to be an artist this lady in um it was Williamsburg Virginia um I was I haven't posted this one yet it's still in the works but I was doing a self-portrait with my homie Jack and we were trying to set up like I've been trying to add um people in my night shots Mm -hmm. a lot more but yeah I was it was like a crazy scene because I was taking my shirt off for the photo and we, I was, like, setting up a fight scene next to this house, and this lady comes out, and she's just walking her dog. And she's like, oh, what are you boys doing? And it's, like, 2 a.m. I'm like, why is she walking her dog? Oh, my God. <laughs> but she, we had a conversation, and she turned out to be a photographer, too. And it was just, like, I don't know. It was super sweet. That was, like, one of my favorite or, like, one of the more um, friendlier confrontations I've had. But, dude, I've been, like, at gunpoint basically Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Um I live in Richmond, Virginia, which is uh it used to be murder capital. It's getting pretty gentrified now cuz it's like college campus. But my neighborhood I live in now in uh Carver, it's a little sketchy, but it's very like like if you walk there, you just be like, "Dude, I'm in heaven right now. I just want to shoot this shit." <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it's that very like 60s very pastel colored homes. I feel so weird just talking about myself. I usually hate talking about myself. I feel very like narcissistic or yeah. You, it's, I think about that a lot. I literally, because you that. have a lot of eyes on you too, and I'm so I'm starting to get like a little bit of traction, and it's like at the point where people are interested a little bit to see what I can do. It's very weird because it's like, am I creating for myself or am I creating for you guys or? I don't know. Ideally for yourself, right? Yeah. It's always, like, me first, but then it's always, like, when I'm ready to post it, it's like, damn, what if this shit doesn't do well? Yeah. No, it's
1: it's interesting. I try not to consider posting, Mm -hmm. like, on Instagram specifically, like, my main output. Like, my website is exactly what I want it to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's all the pictures laid out the way that I want them to be. Because I don't know if anybody looks at my website.
0: I got to take I gotta take a look at it.
1: I redesigned it really? two days ago.
0: Nice. What do you use Squarespace? Yeah.
1: Plug yeah. Squarespace.com slash Willem. <laughs> 10% off. I love the website thing. The website, honestly, Instagram destroys me. I've been deleting the app so much recently. You know, I delete it for a couple days at a time because obviously it is part of my job and mm. which makes me want to do it even less because I'm feel like I'm forced to do it. Yeah. The work that's on my Instagram is not some a lot of it is but a lot of it is also just pictures I post for the sake of
0: Instagram. Yeah. You know, if you want to see my my work, Go there's to my the website. website. Yeah, you have a great see, website too. Thank you. I'm still it's still like in the works. I don't even have an artist bio on it yet. It's very like bare bones. So I got I, I do. I love that um, your print shop photo with like in the tube thing. I think about that a lot. <laughs> Dude, I have an incredible designer who they, you made have a designer? those. Yeah. Damn, Matias,
1: get incredible that incredible guy. <laughs> yeah, that's cool that you thought about that. Huh? The print tube.
0: Yeah, it was, was just super. Like, damn, I want to do something like that, or I don't know. I gotta, I gotta make up a print shop because yeah. I've been doing like orders through DM. Well, I would buy a print if you had a print shop. Like, I would want one. You know, I've
1: bought a lot of prints recently. Actually, I bought. You know, I was just like most recent one.
0: Sam, Sam, um, Jason, J. M. Sam J. Something. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. work's awesome. I love that. His dude. work is incredible. I I tried hitting him up. He's like not based in America. No, he's based in Australia. Yeah, I was like, what. I know, me too. I was like, this dude looks like he lives in L.A. Yeah, exactly. He's like posting skate clips. Like, this dude's awesome. I know. Okay, wait. We
1: should get back to... (laughs) We were talking about Instagram. What's your view on
0: Instagram? Instagram, I'm kind of like the opposite. Like, my website sort of looks like my Instagram. Like, I try to make... It's really bad because it's just like... um, I don't want my work to just be like... Oh, what another Instagram photographer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially because, like, I have more eyes on me on Instagram than. Yeah. Like, most of my attractions is on Instagram. That makes sense.
1: You know, it is the way people find you, and ideally, hopefully, they stay like, that's around. That's how we found each other. Exactly. So, that is so why like, I use
0: it. That's the reason I'm still mm-hmm. posting as well, is for things like this. Yeah. It's a really good, like, networking thing. Like, that's how I got my first, like, showing in a gallery. That's how um, I met, like, all the people I know today is through Instagram. So it has, like, its setbacks. It's probably terrible for mental health and, like, workflow. Because I feel like I have to, like, post. um, Like, if I don't post this week, then, like, fuck. Yeah, I get that, man. sucks. I don't know.
1: I want to talk a little bit more about your just photography process in general. Like how often are you out shooting night photos?
0: I try to go at least not every night, but if I miss the night, I'll go the next night type thing. Really? Yeah. I'm terrible at uploading and editing same day. I'll take like a month to edit one photo. So like editing for me, it's not just like slap a few edits on there and then post it, it's like, I'll spend like a week looking at one photo, trying to get like that color or like that mood or whatever it was that I saw in that environment. I'll try to like embody that as like the whole image. So I spend, I don't know, a long time on like one photo. So, but I'm always shooting. I shoot more than I edit, which is kind of bad. Um, That's not bad at all. yeah you can edit later yeah but it's like i'll forget what i was feeling in that moment (laughs) interesting when you were capturing is post-processing a big part of what makes a photo for you 100% really yeah yeah i i have a really problem like a bad problem being a perfectionist like it's why my work looks like what it is now but it's also what keeps me from sitting down and cranking out a photo because that like it's just like self-hatred it has to look like this it has to be exactly what i want or it's just going to be like a failure to that's me. tough
1: yeah yeah i don't know what it is about film but the fact that first of all when you shoot film
0: you can't do you can't expose for pitch black because the reciprocity some, joint. Yeah, reciprocity yeah. failure. I I tried getting into night photography with film, and I bought like uh two rolls of um. What's it called? It's like that. It Gives it that red tint in the. Cine still. Yeah, CineStill, is it? Wait, CineStill. CineStill. Yeah. CineStill. Cine-stil. Okay. Yeah, I got CineStill. Paid like twenty bucks for a roll. Oh my god. Yeah. eBay. Because I I don't know. I just I saw photos of it. I was like. That those look fucking tight. And yeah, I didn't, I had no idea what reciprocity was and all the role just came back fucking butchered. I was like... Yeah, the deal with it is, is
1: that after a while, the film just loses all sensitivity. So there's
0: never enough sensitivity that you could expose for Pitch Black. I think it's funny that I inspire you to shoot digital and you inspire me to shoot film. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> That's... That's For some sure. red v blue shit right there, yeah, red
1: versus blue hoodie, okay, um, yeah, the thing with digital is there is you know a sensor doesn't lose sensitivity as mm-hmm. it's exposing
0: you get a lot of um especially in the sky at night, you'll get a lot of like like grain or banding, banding is a big problem with digital i like when you're out shooting what you're driving, yeah,
1: what is it that may like what do you? looking for and what makes you stop and go oh this is the thing that I want to take a picture of
0: so when I'm driving and I'm looking for a scene Mm -hmm. um usually something will catch my eye and even if it's like for a brief moment I'll stop and go check it out because it caught my eye for a reason whether it's like subconscious or it was something I was looking for that particular night um I'll hop out and I'll like even if it's not worth something not worth shooting to me. I'll still take the photo because I'd know. I made the effort to stop the car and get out. Yeah. Yeah. Are you usually shooting alone? Recently, I've been shooting with one other person just cause it's like safety with number, but I do like, so when with a friend, it's like a different headspace cause it's like, we're having a good time. We're just shooting. Sometimes it's a competition to get to the spot first or like find the scene to shoot. So that's what I don't really like about shooting with another person. It's like, it's kind of like that. I'm going to get to the spot first or something like that. I don't
1: know. When I'm out shooting with people, it's never about at that point. I don't really care anymore about mm -hmm. making photos. It's just about having fun. Yeah.
0: And like, obviously I enjoy the fun part. That's why I keep doing it is because like, I'm having a blast with the homies shooting. Yeah. But like, if I do find something that fits my like project and I can't shoot it because they're going to shoot it, then I'll be like, Oh damn. But it's never like, like I'm going to get angry about it. It's just like, Oh, you take it, but it's never going to be the same end result either.
1: Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like nobody knows who you, unless you put it right next to each other Mm -hmm. and you say, I was photographing with this person. It's very true. Chances that people are going to be like,
0: Oh, this was, they were in the same place. (laughs) Sometimes I'd rather be alone because I get in this headspace where it's just like ethereal. I'm like walking around; it doesn't really feel like reality. It kind of feels like I'm just walking around in a daydream or something. Interesting, yeah. It's like very quiet, mm-hmm. and the only scary thing is like the encounter, the, the like the possible encounter mm-hmm. you'll face if you're alone. Because like you have like you look like a target if you got like thousand dollar camera on your neck. Or yeah. Like, I also always think about how my camera on a tripod sort of looks like a fucking rifle or something. Yeah. I think, you ever that think too. Yeah. yeah. So I'll try to carry it a certain way where I don't look malicious. I've also, we talked about this a little bit. um, Off podcast. Yeah. um, I'll try to like dress apart where I look like a city worker or I'm just, I'm not like a kid with a camera just shooting. Cause The way you present yourself, you have to, like, you have to take into mind, like, what you look like to these people that are minding their own business in their home or on the street. Because, I don't know, only bad shit really happens past, like, 12 a.m. So are you out there in, like, a fully-fledged night vest? Like, what do you... Yeah, I usually... I came up with a a uniform. It's a high-vis vest, gray hoodie cargo pants and like timberland boots so i just look like a construction worker um but the way i found out that this worked was um this lady drove by me and i was shooting on like not the highway but it was like an interstate and she like slows down to yell at me i couldn't fucking see you you dumbass. and i was just like i gotta like fix this something and um she said she couldn't see you with the camera yeah like she almost oh. hit me type shit or yeah yeah. So, but she was being nice like she was like hey i just want to let you know that i couldn't see you you should right not be in the street yada yada um so a week prior i was shooting a um a drift event and they make you wear a high-vis vest to like be on the track so i had one in my car and i was like all right might as well just put it on um and that night I moved to the next spot and it was like 2 a.m. already and I'm shooting this house and this lady pulls into the driveway and I was like oh god and I like point my camera so it looks like not suspicious. And I'm still wearing the high vis vest and she steps out of the car and she just goes damn they got you working out late tonight and I was just like yeah (laughs) oh my god it works yeah and and then that night i was just like all right every night just in this part because like i've had one encounter that was
1: i thought it was gonna be bad i'm outside somebody's house photographing their car it was in jersey and it was like the car under green street lamp i posted it but anyway i'm photographing this car my tripod set up and the guy comes out of his house. You got the big RZ out? I got the big RZ out. You See, know? I feel like
0: it's different when you have an old film camera. He had no idea what it was. You anyway, got a fucking I'm, brownie out? <laughs> <coughs> I'm
1: photographing this car, and the guy comes out of his house. Now, the car was across the road, so I didn't think it was his, but he goes, what are you doing? That's my son's car. Like, why are you taking pictures? And I, I just started talking to him, and he looks at the car again, And he says, Oh wow, that really looks like an Edward Hopper moment.
0: How does that make you feel? Like, were you, when you get compared to another artist, how does it usually, like, how does that reside with you?
1: Well, I think Edward Hopper's interesting. That's that's a compliment, yeah. That's a compliment, right? I don't like being compared. Compared, yeah. Yeah. Especially on Instagram because. You know, you'll post a photo on Instagram. Someone will comment, this looks like this person. Yeah. And it's like, well, there's a, there's a lot more to it than, you know, what you see on Instagram. On Instagram, it's just a picture, but it's part of a series. It means something personal. None of that has been written here. You're doing it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel?
0: Um, I was just kind of butt Like Me too. Even my, my professor, um, he compared me to Todd Heido. With, uh, like, my earlier stuff with, like, mm-hmm. the really saturated red windows stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, are you sure? I feel like I'm kind of, like, n- not in that same, like, realm, but it's just the same subject matter. Right. So, I don't know. I got That one kind of, like, sunk with me. And then I started um, consciously, like, thinking, how can I step apart from this? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a necessarily a bad
1: thing, especially like, you know, early on, a good way to just figure out or at least for me, a good way to figure out what I wanted to do was just to, you know, look at the things I liked. And naturally, I started photographing very similar things. And mm-hmm. because of that, I just went in different directions because yeah, I feel you're like a different person. So
0: when you're especially when you're first starting out, it's good to imitate like someone you look up to. But don't, like, claim it as yours. I mean, yeah, it's definitely. Like, like, it's, like, your private work. But, like, if you start imitating, <coughs> that will, like, rub off on your later work. And sometimes that's a good, like, a good thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I very openly, like, admit to influences,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. And I can actively name who influences me. Because I actively think about, oh, I, you know, I love photographing Blue Hour because of the way Joel Merowitz. Mm. pioneered that
0: you made that video and i was like damn i don't know any i'm really bad at keeping up with uh artists that's okay i feel like that's not a
1: bad thing necessarily i I
0: feel like i should know especially if it's um like even if it's subconscious or like the result of my work is because these people like brought it up does that make sense our work wouldn't exist if it wasn't done before like there's no way we could have just like thought of this 100% original right. idea and like everything has influence, whether it's like through other people or like people, of people, other artists, like taking inspiration from other artists and then you get inspiration from that artist. And then, you know, you make the work.
1: Nothing is original to the people we were inspired by mm-hmm. had their inspirations. And I recently found a photo project by, Robert Adams, which was called Summer Nights Walking. And it was him just walking the suburban neighborhoods just like we do. And he shot with a black and white 6 by 6 square format, medium format camera. Do you know like a rough year it was made around? I can find it. 1976 to 1982. Oh, wow. And the photos are incredible. And they're black and white night suburban photos. Hmm. Yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. They really just look like real life. You know, it really is like summer nights walking. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? That's what he made. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. I've been very inspired to go back to just simple. What do things look like? Yeah. So I don't want to talk too much about your technical process, but maybe do you want to talk a little bit about, because you shoot both film and digital. Yeah. Mainly digital. Mainly
0: got into film like 2015 like any other like mac Demarco kid Mm -hmm. um but i guess i stuck with digital just because you don't gotta buy anything it's just straight up shoot it look at it yeah make sure it's what you want and i don't know bump the shot but like with film um i don't really like me personally i do a lot of post editing and i can't really get the same result post with a film photo yeah because you're, you're relying off the scan really
1: yeah that and it just can't render more than what's actually there mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's what i love about digital because like you can just make this color appear out of nowhere and it's yeah. like it's in the shot like i'm not like like coloring it or whatever it's like those pixels somewhere have that color and you can just like manipulate it yeah to where it looks uh, somewhat natural do you have any other projects you're working on? Um, I don't have any like big boy projects. I eventually I do want to make a zine with probably the finding in the color finding color in the dark. God, um, finding color in the dark, which is my night exposure stuff, where I like look for colors. You know, very uh, mm-hmm. examples of connection is just a very small project, just because like something about very boring mundane shit we see every day i like i don't know just like a telephone pole there it is um i don't know why what what other subjects are in that project like subject matter yeah um so when i when i came up with examples of connection i wanted to be like more like conceptual like maybe it's an example of connection with between two people or it's literal like connections with um, like electronically or, um, virtually or whatever. And how it's like very, like to get that connection, you go through like a telephone pole. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, right now it's just telephone poles. It's very literal. I do want to see where I can go with it. Um, I don't know how I could make it. I'm still, it's still like, like a baby project when I shoot, it's never really like I'm shooting for this project, I'll usually just go on a walk and shoot like what catches my eye most of the time. Yeah. Unless it's like a planned portrait shoot. Then right, then right. that's like like how can I tell a story with this person? Mm-hmm. That's also another thing with uh we're getting sidetracked. But um yeah, projects, finding color in the dark, examples of connection, and then I do have this tiny project I haven't released yet. It's about um skid marks on the ground. What were you talking about with Photographing the drift shows. Oh drift show? I don't Like I, car I'm, drifting? Yeah. I'm very into cars. I like mm-hmm. cars a lot. Um Yeah. When I first started out, I was super obsessed with just documenting cars and the light turned out finally. Um mainly because maybe not because like the personality isn't because how they modified it, but maybe it's because like the story the car tells with, like the dents and the scratches, you know? Like, maybe it's the personality of the car or the person driving it.
1: Yeah, I bought a really incredible little book on Amazon. I wish I had it here for you. And it's a little photo book called Badly Repaired Cars. Have you seen it?
0: No, that sounds awesome.
1: It's somebody somebody who went around London and photographed... I should remember the artist's name. He photographed cars that were just, like, repaired with... Plastic bags mm-hmm. or tape or whatever.
0: I love that shit. Like, that is, like, the most personality a car could have.
1: Yeah. So what's the drift stuff you've been photographing?
0: Is that a personal project? or No, it's just, like, have you ever heard of H2OI? It's, like, the biggest car meet possible in Ocean City, Maryland. And they'll, like, take over the entire city with just, uh, like, car, influ- uh, not influencers, um, enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the whole city is like filled with uh, like drag marks and burnouts and shit. And I was just like, this is crazy. And I'm super into like, it's not really, I'm trying to get to a point where I can look at a drift car or like, you know, like a slam car in a conceptual artsy way. Like taking that style I shoot my night photos to that very not arty looking thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Because a car I, photographed by nature isn't very artistic, but the way you photograph a car is.
0: I haven't, I haven't shot or posted a like drifting car. It's mostly just like car corner. Yeah. Um.
1: I mean, I've seen some incredible ones where it's like details of the just the metal structure mm-hmm. of the cars. Like, there's one where I'm thinking about this braided line going through. Yeah,
0: that that was uh from H2O. That was the first one where I took a like modified car
1: was that daytime or was that flash
0: you're talking about the yellow one yeah that was that was like uh sun was going down a little bit golden yeah, hour? That, not golden hour a little bit not not like blue golden but just like right in between oh yeah yeah yeah
1: awesome i think that's a great place to wrap it
0: where what can people it? find you um uh, my instagram is castle systems mm-hmm. my twitter is great solomon and uh yeah my website is castlesystems.art you want to take a look at my artwork yes thank
1: you so much for being here dude Dude,
0: thank you for having me
1: peace peace
0: (laughs) wait i gotta do like the peace how do you do it
1: now i can't do it because peace 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 (laughs) (laughs) good enough all right